The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yo, what's going on, wrestling fans? And thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Busted Open After Dark Podcast. It's me. It's me. It's Uncle Bully. Join me as we talk about AEW Dynamite. I'm going to run through the whole show for you. I liked most of it. I thought it was a good show. A couple of things, meh, but for the most part, thumbs up. And the return of Captain Insano. Popping huge for the big show. We're going to need a bigger boat. And Busted Open After Dark is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Just like Tommy Dreamer's ass. Tune it up. Tune it in. This is the Busted Open After Dark podcast let's start off by going over dynamite i'm going to start at the top of the show and i'll let you know what i thought so we opened up with ray phoenix versus double j jeff jarrett the man that i believe is truly the biggest heel in aew and i can heal all hear all of you right now oh bully you don't know what you're talking about Jeff Jarrett, he's too old. Blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. Jeff Jarrett has amazing heat. His heat is so good that I would have liked to have seen Jeff Jarrett become the Intercoastal Pacific Continental Champion tonight, or whatever the hell the name of that championship was. Because I know damn well as a fan, I'd be pissed if Jeff Jarrett was champion, and I would be tuning in every single week praying that somebody beat him. Have Karen talking, have Jeff talking. The guy knows how to get heat. The older we get in the in the business, the smarter we become. And Jeff Jarrett would eventually drop that championship to somebody very deserving who the, the fans really wanted to see win. One of the other things that stuck out to me in the opening match tonight was the interaction between Aubrey and Karen Jarrett. Now I know we've gone, they've tiptoed down that road before with Aubrey and Karen. Aubrey shoved Karen on her ass, which normally I would be pissed about, but they do have a little bit of a backstory. So it works tonight. Aubrey's not going to take any more of Karen's crap. Shoves her on her ass. Karen Jarrett, 
Um, I've put it over before. I'll put it over again. Always does a phenomenal job. Everything I saw Karen do in TNA back in the day, everything that I've seen her do in Impact, she tries her hardest and she knows how to command a moment as she did with that stare tonight. The people were chanting for Aubrey. Normally I'd be pissed off about that because I'd be like, fans should be not be cheering for a referee. But in this particular instance, it works. I would like to see them build to Aubrey and Karen one more time. Hell, do Aubrey versus Karen in like a lumberjack or let's say lumberjill match or a strap match where all the women, uh, you know, uh, on the AEW roster are surrounding the ring because people would love to see Karen get her ass kicked. People would love to see the rest of the women in AEW take those straps to Karen. And Karen is really great at what she does and she'd be selling her ass off. So that's my little thoughts. I thought they should have put the strap on, on Jeff tonight. I, I understand what happened with Phoenix last week and, and, and Moxley. Hope Mox is doing okay uh, with his concussion. But man, Jeff Jarrett, he seek a missile. Would have liked to have seen that happen. Moving on to MJF and Adam Cole in the boat. <laughs> you know, they opened up with that wide shot. And you see all those yachts. <laughs> and then you see them on this, this little boat, this little, 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 little sailboat or whatever. Dreamer's ass was bigger than that boat. By the way, that's what I'm naming my boat, your sister's ass. Uh, so, I, you know, I thought they could have been on a little bit of a bigger boat. MJF makes like a gazillion dollars a year because he pulled the wool over Tony Khan's eyes when he signed his last contract. Um, you know, they're on they're, they're on the boat. Um, I didn't, you know, when, when MJF said that it was his dad's boat, I was like, oh, man, I wish he wouldn't have said that because, you know, MJF's raking in all this money. He's the champion. It should be his boat. But I guess the charm of that moment is hearing MJF saying it's my dad's boat and MJF and his best buddy just stole the dad's boat. Like you kind of steal your dad's car when you turn 16 or 17. Not that I'm suggesting that anybody steal their dad's car. I stole my dad's car once and he found out like six months later, I thought I had, I had gotten away with it. And one night we're at the dinner table and my dad looks at me and goes, did you ever take my car out? And I hesitated and I was like, uh, and before I knew it, he cracked me with a lamb chop right across my face. So yeah, that's my story. Um, also get well soon to Adam Cole, baby. I don't know if the injury is as bad as he says it is, but it sounds pretty bad and he has to get surgery. Or... It's not bad at all. And he's screwing and toying with Max. Just as he did when Max put the ring on, on the boat. Hmm. Going to be interesting to see if this coal injury is legit. I just wanted to throw that out there because MJF and Cole are doing such a good job of who's playing who that you just never know. Time will tell. Moving on to the Don Callis se segment. Tonight was one of those nights where I thought the Callis segment was just 
it, it just, it wasn't really stand out to me. The physicality at the dojo, I really didn't like too much. It was, and, and normally Callis goes out there and everything that he does is, you know, it, you know, is a 10 out of 10 tonight. Not so much, just, uh, just an off night for that segment. No big deal. We definitely get a significant more amount of good from Don Callis and we get not so good or just meh for the night. It happens to the best of them, the best of us, the best of everybody. Even Ric Flair had bad nights. Not many, but a few. Um, I want to just briefly mention the righteous. Um, Vincent, who I have been a fan of since day one, uh, when I used to work with him in Ring of Honor, and he was part of that Matt Taven crew. Do you remember their name, Andre, in Ring of Honor? That Taven, the, the Kingdom, the Kingdom, yeah. And I always thought that Vincent got lost in the Kingdom, and I always thought Vincent had so much character and personality, and he really does. And tonight, I I'm sure he's been on um, Collision or Rampage, but I was really happy to see them uh, featured with a vignette tonight on Dynamite. That Vincent character almost reminds me of Waylon Mercy from back in the day. And if you guys know, Waylon Mercy was one of the greatest gimmicks ever created that didn't get a chance to get off the ground because something happened with Spivey. I don't remember if it was an injury. I don't remember what the story was. But the WWE always kept that Waylon Mercy gimmick in their back pocket for the right person. And that right person was Bray Wyatt when he came on the scene, God rest his soul. Um, and we saw lots of that Waylon Mercy in Bray Wyatt in the beginning. Vincent reminds me of a Waylon Mercy meets Charles Manson. You dig? So uh, I'd like to see more from these guys. I'd like to hear more from Vincent. I love what he does with his social media and, um, you know, some of the images he creates and the verbiage that he uses. So happy to see that. Uh, MJF and Cole in the middle of the ring. Uh, you know, they, they said everything they had to say. It was fine, but it really picked up when Jay White came to the ring. And we got Jay White and MJF on the microphone. Personally, I thought it was long. But as I always talk to you guys, they only remember the finish. And the last two minutes of that promo had me. Jay White had some real great fire. And hats off to Max. When Max really wants to work with, if hey, listen, if Max wants to, he's going to eat your fucking lunch on the microphone at any given moment. But if he really wants to work with you and make sure that his vision for his stories work, he's going to lay out. And I felt that he laid out well at the end of the promo and let Jay White get his shots in. Max ended it, but I still... I, I liked the way they finished up. Um, it, it was strong. But like I said, man, it, it felt like it went on for a while. I, I, I think I even might have just, <laughs> my head might have went back and I woke myself up with a giant snore. That's how long it went. But not that it wasn't good. I, it, just went, it just went on a little bit too much, but they got me in the end. So, and I'm very interested to see um, who did what to 
um, to Jay White at the end. As a matter of fact, Andre, the guy at the end of the at the end of the night before they went off the air, the mask that the guy was wearing was the same mask that MJF wore when he re-debuted, when he came back to AEW. Oh, and there you have it. Circle gets the square. Johnny, tell me when Uncle Bully's won. Sugar Daddy. Oh, what did I win? Sugar Daddy. I win a Sugar Daddy? (laughs) Wow. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high-coverage foundation. More popular than soft-launching your boyfriend. More popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi, it's more popular than influencers. See you in there. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. That must be some sugar daddy. Hey, everyone. It's Howard Bender from the Andy Up podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts, or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. To sit down with JR, uh, Christian, and Darby Allen. I'm going to read you the exact note I wrote down on Christian. I wrote, Christian is a cool, calm, collected dick 
who knows how to push all the right buttons. <laughs> Would that be an accurate assessment of Christian? No, yes. Yeah, pretty much. He, okay. He's a big dick that knows how to make you tick. Look at this kid over here. Listen, he, he, he's, a, I can't even repeat it. There's a lady here and you're just blurting it out. We got Ariel over here. You threw in big. I just called him a regular size. You know what? You're throwing in big and make knows how to make you tick. But I like that. You might want to throw that up on, uh, on the old Twitter machine. But yeah, I like how Christian is so just, he's chill. And he knows exactly how to get under your skin. And we saw him getting under Darby Allen's skin tonight. And Christian is doing a great job with taking all of the very real-life tragedies that have gone on in Darby's uh, life with his uncle or Nick Wayne's life with his, uh, with his dad, talking about Nick Wayne's mom. I mean, he really knows what he's doing and i'll throw christian up there with jeff jarrett as one of the best heels in aew who truly knows how to get heat and i think that championship around christian's weight waist is the right place for it to be um the matches that we saw tonight there was a three-way match i think these were all like tournament matches the three-way match that we saw between claudio uh, Nick Jackson and Brian Cage. That was an exciting match. I, I really don't, I'm not a stickler for the rules when it comes to matches like this, because basically when there's three ways and four ways, there's no rules. You know, we kind of throw them out the window. You know, the rules are, there are no rules. We're racing for pinks. It's to the second bridge and back. That's from Greece, not Greece too, because we all know Greece too sucks. Um, little thing that Brian Cage did at the end of the match was he kicked out right after the three count. Great job by Brian Cage, keeping himself strong. It, you don't have to lay there. A guy like Brian Cage should not be laying there unless he gets beat by a man his size or gets hit by a Mack truck. So I like that Cage kicked at three and a half. Uh, the other match that we got with Orange Cassidy, Matt Jackson, Austin Gunn. Who is the fourth person in that match? I I, I didn't catch who the fourth person was. Um, hit me with it, Andre. But anyway, I liked it. It was another good match. It was it was very exciting. Uh, just tell it to me, Andre. You don't have to type it. I got Austin Good. Did you mention him already? Or is it? Yeah, Penta? I got Austin Gunn. I got Matt Jackson. I got Orange Cassidy. Penta, El Sarimiano. Okay, and Penta. So, yeah, like I said, and Orange Cassidy went over, correct? Because I think it was I was typing as a... Uh, Matt Jackson went over. My bad, Matt Jackson. Because um, I'm looking up at the screen, and I see Hook coming in, and then I look back down. I was trying to take some notes. One of the things that felt a little forced in this match was, here comes Hook to the ring. We should have got a face-to-face -face with Matt Jackson. And we didn't get that face-to-face. -face. It was They might have run over on time or it wasn't timed out. I would have backed out a good 30 to 45 seconds just so we could have gotten Hook's entrance and Hook face-to-face -face with Matt Jackson because that'll be the championship match that we got coming up. Here's a match that I really liked. And probably not a lot of people were expecting much from it. it was... Uh, Julia Hart and Willow Nightingale. And you guys know how I am about detail, attention to detail. 
connecting the dots, crossing the T's, dotting the uh, I's and the lowercase J's. When I saw Willow come out with the tape around her head and over the eye because she had already gotten misted by uh, Julia Hart on one of the other shows, I loved it. That's paying attention to detail. That makes me believe that that mist actually can blind you or do some harm to you. And then it comes off. I think Julia Hart might have ripped it off or it came off. And then we see the black around the eyes. Good stuff there, ladies. So tip of the hat to the ladies if they thought of doing that or to the, whoever else told them to do that because that was good storytelling. I thought they had a good match. I think Willow is underrated. And one of the things, and I'm going to get back to getting talking about underrated, Austin Gunn, oh my God. Uh, we're going to get back to this for a second. Um, I'm going to get back to Austin in a second. But Willow, very, very good in the ring tonight. And Julia, very good. I saw progress from these two ladies tonight. I saw them trying hard. And and I, I can almost see that they put the time and the effort into wanting to get better. So I was definitely into the women's match tonight. I'm sure you guys are going to hit me up on the Twitter machine and go, yeah, bully, but this, yeah, bully, but that. If, if I didn't really see it, it didn't stand out to me, it wasn't blatant, whatever. It is what it is. I know that I was entertained by the match. And speaking of talent like an Austin Gunn, uh, a Julia Hart, a Willow, actually the entire company. But I wrote this down when I saw Austin Gunn. I actually tweeted it. Austin Gunn is so freaking good, it's not funny. But how can you not be good if you're the offspring of Billy Gunn? Because Billy was and still is amazing. Amazing personality, amazing talent, but an amazing athlete, period. Old story from the WWE where Billy Gunn had a foot race with somebody. It might have even been The Rock. They, they had a foot race in the parking lot, like a 50-yard dash. Billy did not even tighten the laces on his sneakers. And at the end of the race, was beating Rock by so much distance that, that, that Billy turned around and ran backwards. That's how fast Billy Gunn is. And Austin Gunn has every last bit of his father's DNA when it comes to athletic ability in that ring. I'm not saying Colton doesn't, but Colton got into this after Austin. Austin's been in the ring a lot longer. Even the little nuances in Austin's game are completely his dad. So I'd like, to, you know, AEW started running house shows. They started running live events. Many of these talents would be so much better if they got to wrestle a more consistent basis. And I said, if Austin Gunn was able to wrestle five nights a week, like we had the benefit of doing, or any guys, you know, from back in the day had a benefit of doing, where you can really hone your craft, dear God, Austin Gunn would be a, 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 a main event guy in my eyes. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, 
please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.